Welcome to the State of Men. I'm Aiden Dowling. And I'm Mike Watts. You always take like three beats before you say your name. Today we're talking about well, work-life it's, balance. It's because I get so used to you doing the intro and then I forgot I'm supposed to say something. Right? Like you do the <laughs> intro and then I'm like, oh wait, I'm supposed to say my name. Literally, for everyone listening, sometimes I will literally like have to in the editing process of these uh, podcasts because we're we edit, I edit them. I have to cut off at least like five seconds because it just goes silent for like six seconds, and then Mike says, "And I'm Mike." <laughs> it happens all. Almost every time, um, but it's okay. It's all good. That's why we have beautiful editing software. So today we're talking about work and life balance. Is it possible? Is it an illusion? And honestly, I am just in my in my feels today. So um, not like in a sad, like I'm going to cry more just, I was just telling Mike before we started that I just have like anger at the tip of my tongue is how I described it. Like I just, I before when I was coming into the office to record this, I dropped my phone and I just like F-bombed 15 times and all I did was drop my phone. And um, yeah, it was a clear sign to me. Something's going on. Let's talk about the anger. Like this is a great, right? It's like, this could be our whole episode about men and anger. I know. We're um, supposed to talk about work-life balance, yeah. but I guess we'll see what actually <laughs> we'll happens see what, here. We'll see where it goes. What, what is, <laughs> how do you process this, you know, because like, how do you deal with your anger? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think like the first thing that I learned was recognizing that it was um, displaced. So like my anger was... Yeah, just displaced. So like dropping my phone and being mad about my phone had nothing to do with my phone. And on any other day, I would have just been like, oh, I'm going to pick up my phone because I dropped it. But today I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, right. <laughs> Can't even hold on to my damn phone type of thing. Um, so that, yeah, I think that that's like, that's the first step that I feel like is a lot of progress for me is just recognizing that it's two things. One, recognizing that it's there and that it's going to creep in today. And there's nothing I can really do about it except for have that awareness that like I'm probably, not probably, I'm going to find myself angry periodically throughout the day. So I think that that awareness is one thing that I've grown into learning. And then the other part is the displacement and being aware of that displacement of just like, this has nothing to do with the phone and everything to do with something else that's underlying in my frustration, I think. Um, yeah. Do you do you ever like hit things? Like, is there a, oh, ever physical, to. you know, it's like letting, releasing yeah. it through physical ways? So I used to do that in a very unhealthy way. Like I used to... Like when I was very young, I used to punch holes in my wall. Um, and that was more, the physical was more of like, I paint my pain that I felt was a release to me. It was a form of release. Yep. Um, so punching the wall, it wasn't to like punch the wall. It was to like, kind of like inadvertently like hurt my hand or like break my pinky or right. Whatever. Uh, dramatic. Um, so, and then as it got older, all right, so I guess trigger warning for people. We're going to start talking about anger and uh, yeah, yeah, I feel like we should should we come. keep going down yeah. this path or should we stop? Because we don't could, know. We I could don't spend know. an hour on it. 
we so can like, totally spend an hour on it. What feels good? Do you want to talk? Do we want to talk about? Do we want? Do we want to pivot real fast to be like this episode is about men and anger? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so what's what's really worked best, I think, for our conversation and being is is the vulnerability. Yeah. Right. So for everyone listening, Mike and I, we do have topics and topics that come out. So we have a whole list of topics of like, hey, this is something we could talk about around men. This is another thing that happened to me. And then usually before we actually we kind of say, hey, we'll talk about this next week. But then things happen in our lives. And every time Mike and I have been more vulnerable, meaning we talk about what's kind of going on in that moment the the podcast is always better in my opinion. It just, it flows okay. better. Yeah. We both come out of it feeling more authentic. And it's funny because this anger is related to work-life balance. I believe there it is. is. Yes. So, so that might come back up, but I have no, like, I think it'd be cool to just, you just know, see where the, the flow. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. just see where it goes. And on a selfish level, I'm like, you know, it could be some therapeutic for me. Maybe I'll have a better day <laughs> having talked to a buddy about it. it. I, because you I got know? a lot, dude. I got like, there's so much <laughs> been boiling up. So we can, we can, let's release it. Let's get it out now. Um, <laughs> and I can share too my helpful things. And so before we like dive more into you and, you know, it's like unhealthy things with anger and then like bring it back to where now, because <laughs> you told me you were like, before we started recording, you were just like, I feel angry. And you know, I told Jenny Lee this morning, be like, I feel a little angry. And you, I just might like explode a couple times today or something, which is yeah. extremely aware and very healthy. Right. Even mm -hmm. so it's like anger is not a bad thing, right? It's an emotion that we experience just like sad happiness, crying, laughter, um, mm -hmm. you know, like all of those are very valuable parts of our lives. But it's a way where it's like when we are damaging to other people or to things, right? Like punching holes in our houses right. or stuff like that. It's not healthy, right? That's not a healthy way to get rid of our anger. And I think as mm -hmm. men, we we watch people who I should turn my just notice my volume was turning a little red. So let me turn it down there for you guys. Or gals, listening, people, or humans. Right. So you're angry. very angry. Yeah, so angry. it is. Your microphone volume turns red and angry. <laughs> but I, I think it, I forgot where I was going. I got distracted by the red. But I just feel like <laughs> that's like what are some healthy things that we can do to process this anger yeah. instead of because the society supports bad behavior in that way, or it supports this aspect of it's like we take our anger out on. Because with men just getting, you know, fired up and you see it, and you see it in the news, you see it in sports, you see it in coaching, like people yelling and screaming and, and, you know, it's just like what comes to my mind is like there's a boardroom of 20 people in there and the CEO is just like acting like a toddler, you know, in front of the room mm -hmm. and everybody's just standing there going, okay. All right. You Great. you pay our bills, whatever. Yeah, good good yeah, job. Uh -huh. Oh, way to release it. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, way. Yeah. And yeah. then everybody walks out and we're like, what the hell just happened? Like, what? Oh, it's going. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Aiden, let's talk about some things that, you know, you shared punching holes in the wall. So, yeah. So, I think like sticking to the awareness piece was 
having to started with punching holes in the wall and having no awareness and not yes. even understanding and directing a lot of my anger internally, uh, which it was just like, I must be doing something wrong. It's something that I, I'm not in control of myself. So like then getting the anger would be directed at me when maybe, maybe sometimes it was rightfully directed at me. I made a bad judgment call or a mistake or just was a, dick right um and it created a situation that made me angry or it wasn't my fault but i would just internalize it because it's like you could be doing better and like you know like get the fuck up like keep working keep doing this right um so yeah so i used to punch holes so i had this one moment i think this is a valuable moment to share i used to punch holes in the wall when i was younger i think a lot of people can relate to punching things or right yeah um or i would like um or I would like smack, like destroy my room, just destroy, just like, I like literally. I distinctly remember taking a bookcase in my room, like a bookshelf, and just pushing it over, and just everything fucking smashing onto the ground. That sounds um, fun. I've never done it. It was not fun, <laughs> but it was a release. <laughs> uh, yes. You know, yeah. <laughs> 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 like, I think now they, they actually have places. I think they have a place here in Austin. Oh, no, we're going. Where you, yeah. Kate and yeah, I are going. Go. Yeah. Yeah. You just like fucking smash it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like 30 so, or 45 minutes. I think I'm just going to rent for three hours. I'm going to be like, <laughs> you get an hour and a half. You go. I get it. I get an hour and a half and I go, you know, like. Well, maybe, maybe you do like an hour and an hour and then together you can smash stuff. You yes. know, like there might be yeah. something empowering to be like, you smash it. Now I smash it. Right. Like, uh, joining in that, in yes. that release. I think we need um, to go to those, um, for the two of us together, we need to go to like those bubble, you know, you, you know, they used to have, what was it called? American gladiator on TV. And we get in those suits and then we just smash oh, each other <laughs> with like, we need to, we need to just go for an hour of us just like taking like being in these american gladiator outfits where we just attack each other in this way they look and just, painful they look like they still yeah, hurt not like, the sumo I've, suits not know, the sumo suits like we're jousting no, no, but they no. have all the yeah 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 so, no i know they yeah. sometimes someone still just goes flying <laughs> you know, Somebody, you know like, it can happen you know that's just part, well, that's the risk that's the risk you're willing to yeah. do to release your yeah. anger yeah. you know yeah and I think that there is, so we're going all over the place and that's fine. I think there is a value in the physical release. So I think sometimes as men, we're, it's like, if you do have this desire to punch a wall or something, or to go to this place and smash stuff, like I do, like, I do truly feel like that is fine. Like it is yes. totally fine. And there is Rage a room. physicalness to, yeah, there's a physicalness to it. Right. Yeah. And you can't do what I did, which is, as you said, go punching holes in your house and smashing shit, you know, like breaking chairs. Yeah. So I had this one instance that really was life really, really like, and was a problem. And it, it really took me to another level. So pretty much I'm just angry. Um, Jane Lee and I, I can't even remember what the anger was it was always displaced. I feel like most times when you argue with your significant other, it's a displaced anger. Not always, but it's something. It's not always just that moment. It's like the moments before and the moments from five years ago. Yeah. And also this guy who cut you off and all of these things. So it was around Easter and a buddy of ours um, 
and his partner had left these really cute, like a big glass jar full of Skittles um, for Easter, like on every, on our friend's front porches type thing. And it was like rainbow. It was like, oh, the red and the yellow and the green and all that stuff. And it was really cool. And we had this glass jar in the middle of our kitchen table because it was very cute. It was fun. It was rainbow. And in the amidst my anger, I picked up the glass jar and shattered it onto the floor and the glass went everywhere. And like, I still remember the Skittles, like just picture like hundreds of Skittles, all different colors, just, just spreading out like very dramatically. Um, Mm -hmm. and the glass shattered everywhere. And I like paused and genuinely paused and then it wasn't even me shattering the glass, but it was her. The first thing she did was bend down and start picking up the glass. And I had kind of like, uh, a, I, I, it was just a moment where it was a life changing moment. Cause it was like, this is what happens. Like you get mad, you destroy something and then she cleans it up and it was just this moment of like this this can't keep happening like this cannot be the rep- like the the mm-hmm. cycle that ha- is created here and and i remember like getting still angrily just being like put it down like i'm going to clean it up like i made this mess like go sit down like do not clean this up like i need to clean this up this is my responsibility right like i just did this and I was coming out of the anger, but still angry, but recognizing all, everything was happening at once. It was a very much a whirlwind, but I just was, I just knew that I had, she couldn't clean it up. Mm-hmm. It was such a metaphor. So I clean it up and then I tell her like, I need to leave. Like I, I need to get some space because I don't, I, I, have, I still had no control of the anger. And I had these revelations that were coming through and these thoughts and I was breaking through this. It was like breaking through the pattern in a way. And then as I was leaving, I slammed the door so hard after I cleaned up the Skittles and everything. I had slammed the door so hard that I literally broke the frame of the door and the door wouldn't like was off like the actual frame that it wouldn't close anymore. And I just like left it because <laughs> I just, because I didn't just slam it once. I slammed it like four yeah. times. I was like, boom, boom, boom. And How then long all of a sudden, when was this? Whole- How long ago was this? Uh, so this was the Yesterday. first year. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Thank God. Thank God I'm not back then. Um, especially now with Antler, like I could never think I'm just so grateful. I didn't have him watching me or yeah. anything like that. Um, so I was, so it was the first year I moved to Oregon. So this was about 2013. I believe okay. it was within the 20. So almost, almost 10 years, yep. two years shy of 10 years ago. Wow, that's crazy to think it was that long ago now. Because the image is just so clear, and mm-hmm. it's still such a a, a learning moment. Um, and that was the last. That was the. That's when I knew things were like this is just out of control. Like this is really not who I am, and not who I want to be. And that's when I started to really make some conscious effort in like to just start doing it differently, um, and just start not um so like i have a history of when i was younger of self-harm 
So it was almost like I, I, I took the self-harm and I started harming other inanimate objects instead yep. of hurting myself, which felt like progress, but it, it was not, it really wasn't progress. It was kind of like, you know, instead of drinking beer as, as an issue, you just start drinking whiskey as an issue. It was kind yeah. of like, it's less, it was it's still, smaller. It's a smaller amount. It's fine. Yeah. yeah so, um, right. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so that was, that was the big moment that made me realize I have to start shifting because this isn't going to work like this isn't and i'm i'm also not someone that i think if you talk to anybody no one would say oh yeah aiden has anger issues or aiden had anger issues or i don't even think jane lee would say i had anger issues but when i did get angry it was very um destructive you know i i it was destructive exactly mm -hmm. exactly mm -hmm. so um which i you know because my first thought was like violent, but I was never violent towards anyone. It was more, as you said, it was destructive. It was like I was breaking things. Right. Like, you know. Um, so, yeah. So it was just this big moment. And I hope that anyone listening who can relate to anything I'm saying, like, oh, like, I hope that even this conversation can be a part of your moment. And you don't have to go, you know, putting yourself in this situation where you have your partner kind of like looking back at you and, and she was kind of my reflection. She hmm. was my reflection of like, you know, um, picking up this glass and like, you know, so yeah, so that was it. That was the moment that I was like, shit's got to change. And even, you know, 10 years later, almost 10 years, eight and a half, whatever we're at. Um, I, I get the urge to want to break something and I don't because it's not helpful and mm -hmm. usually actually being more still and removing myself from a situation and being alone and just going for a walk is so much more releasing for me than because I would break stuff and still be angry. <laughs> it's not right. like I, it's not like I punched a hole in the wall and I was like, Oh, I feel so much better. This is great. It was more like I punched a hole in the wall and I was like, N like, what else can I do? You right. know? Um, so, so that's my history of, of the big moment of your anger in the big moment. Yeah. How did yeah. that, how did going to on testosterone change your attitude with anger? So I think, so, so the punch, so when I think about when I was younger and like destroying my room, I wasn't on testosterone, right? Right. Um, but what I was doing was I suffered from PMDD, which is like a uh, premenstrual depression disorder, I think is, I could be fucking that up, but I think it's something like that. And I was prescribed antidepressants for, um, okay, so that's a lie. It wasn't prescribed. My mom also has this. And she was prescribed antidepressants. So she was just like, just take this, just do what my doctor tells me to do. Oh so I never, I never really actually took them, but, um, it was like, you're supposed to take these, this antidepressant, you know, for two weeks out of the month. So like you take it the week before you're going to menstruate and then you take it throughout your menstruation cycle and then you stop. I don't have no idea what it was. I'm, I, I'm not educated enough to give any more details than like, this is what I did in my house. I don't know what to say. Right. Yep. Um, and so then when I started testosterone, 
I would say that I moved away from self-harm. I would say that that really was one thing is like the, like I used to self-harm in anger and then I started outwardly destruct, being destructive. And one thing that I really don't even like to admit because it goes against what I thought before I started testosterone is that anger now as testosterone is in me and my brain now thinks in like is more runs on testosterone now and not estrogen is that anger really is like a boiling of the blood in my body. Like Mm. it is so much more in my body. When I was angry before testosterone, it was all in my head. It was very mental and it was very, yeah, it was just very mental. And not that I didn't like get physical. It just, it was so much more mental. And, And now when I get angry, it's just like, 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 it's just, it's so much in my body um, that I, I totally now empathize with guys who are, you know, break shit and just get so mad and like, are, you know, become that like it raging man that we all think about when a guy gets angry. And before this, before testosterone, I didn't have any empathy for that guy. I was just like, fucking chill out. You yeah. know, <laughs> like, like relax, bro. Um, and now I get it. Like, now I feel like I get it. And a part of me doesn't want to have to admit to that. But for me, it's absolutely true. 100%. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. When you get angry, do you get destructive at all? Or do you feel it's more physical or in your head or? I don't. um, What I do a lot now is like pounding my fists, you know, like Mm. on the bed or together. Yeah, it's just like Mm. or it's like, you know, it's like this or something. It's like clapping, you know, in this way, because I'm not sure because it's (laughs) like I want to hit something, but I know that's not the answer. Right. right. So it's just like, okay, I can hit a table. What I used to do, like I think back to playing sports and I would get mad at myself for striking out and I would hit myself in the head with my baseball bat, but I have my helmet on. Mm. Right. So I'm like hitting mm-hmm. my head because I struck out and because it's like, there's a lot of things I can think about in that perspective. But I, then I think about my childhood and when my parents would get mad at me, they would spank me, right? Like with a mm-hmm. wooden spoon, you know, like a spaghetti thing that was a wooden spoon with tongs on it, but not the tong side. It was the flat side, you know? And then I was like, I can only imagine what my parents would be like, why are you spanking your kids? You know, now, like to my, to my, my mom all the time is like, how's Penelope's cold doing? How's this? How's this? I was like, oh, I just whacked her a few times. She's fine. You know, it's like, my mom be like, what the hell's going on? Like, why are you hitting your kid? I'm like, well, mom, well, you know, why did you hit me? So <laughs> I learned that's the best way to deal with them. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was told. You know, when you two guys were angry with me and my outburst, you decided to spank me. So haven't gone to therapy on that one yet. I'm sure that'll come eventually, but, um, <laughs> It's, yeah, so it's like, okay, so a reflection of that is like when you're mad at me, you hit me, right? Like as a kid, that's what I saw because it happened to my brother and my sister. And then as I grew older, I've never been really, I would say, violent 
in that way. Like many people, especially I had people would get drunk and just like start beating the crap out of stuff or getting fights all the time, you know, in college and stuff. And mm. so I was never violent. I've never been in a fight. Um, Me either. I've never been in a fight. Like I've never been punched or thrown a punch. Yeah, Besides I mean, more like wrestling, like wrestling count. with friends or something. Like things of mistakes yeah. have happened in that form, but not <laughs> an actual like I'm gonna fight you. I've been in a boxing right. match with boxing gloves on. So oh, that wow. was that was outside. We used to have in high school. We had boxing matches at our friend's house. Mm. Um, my house was the last one because it ended up being like 250 people or something. It was a lot, a lot of the, like, wow. The cars were lined up oh, down like, the street, like mid Midwest, like, yes, like middle America, yeah. like yep. wrestling in your backyard. Like, oh, I, okay. I don't know how this started, but it was like, we wanted to start having boxing matches in with between friends. So we'd all like train and screw around. And then we started having a small boxing match and like, there'd be eight, five or six fights or something that day and it was quick rounds and it was like one or two rounds and then it turned into started getting bigger and then for some reason i like thought my parents were out of town and i was like we'll just do it at my house so everybody was like let's go to the watts house and literally my dad came home from i think he was on a business trip but came home early which was unexpected so As they always do yeah so all of a sudden it's like 200 people in my parents backyard all in a giant circle and people were boxing each other. And our my this guy that I used to catch with on the baseball team, Mark Gaffman, he beat the crap out of this guy who was like a foot taller than him, if not taller. I forget who the, he fought. Guy's just bloody. Mark Gaffman's face is all bloody. And it's just like the rage just overtook. This is completely off topic of Mike's rage experience. But um, <laughs> yeah, and that was like the last one because then all the neighbors were just like, why are you allowing boxing? Then my dad like pulls out a chair, just chills on the back porch, just watching this whole thing. And then I think my mom came home. I don't remember the whole story, how it ended up happening, but we had some interesting activities happen in my backyard over the years. That's wild. Um, yeah. So, wild. but I was never, I would phys- not have been there. <laughs> it was no. crazy, dude. And so, yeah. And then now as I've gotten older, there's definitely like, I definitely feel what you were talking about the whole body like it overtakes me like i literally want to throw things through the windows and i want to just like i'm like just looking at this picnic table the kids picnic table outside right now and i'm like it would be amazing to just chuck that thing someplace you know and mm-hmm. so um yeah so that's i mean how i've dealt with my anger i mean that's but it's been more of an, like, I think I hold it in more than let the release it. And I've tried to use working out as a release vehicle. Um, I do screaming like in the car sometimes or of, of how I've dealt with my anger. But I think I try to use working out, but then I recently heard that that's not the best idea either. It's better to do mm. walking. Um, you know, it's like doing a steady start state cardio to and then you just keep going until you calm down. This book I'm reading by mm. Jason Wilson, I think we've talked about him a little bit before on the podcast, but his new book came out. He was doing a example of his anger and he punched a hole in his wall and his wife was like, oh, that's how we're going to handle this. And then he was like, yeah, I can do better. And he walked up every stair and punched a hole in his wall. So now he had like 10 holes in his wall. And then he, his daughter is sitting there because she was upstairs in her bedroom, comes out and like is horrified by her father 
what he just did, right? So yeah. he like had to leave the house and he went on like a three hour walk or something to calm, finally calm himself down. And so for me, it like bottles up into a boiling point. And it's like, I just, this is in the past, not so much current day, but I would just like, I'm not sure what to do with this. Cause I felt like it was mm-hmm. wrong and nobody told me that it's okay to have that. And I think that's actually why I got, I've gotten injured on bikes I think it's why I've actually injured myself doing sporting activities more often than not, because I start going into this task, not being in a clear space and actually angry, like Mm -hmm. very angry about it. Yeah. I think the, I was trying to think of, um, it's like, yeah, working out in sports, just, you can't focus. No. So now you're just angrily trying to like hit the baseball or, th- or catch it. And then or, you're angry you know, at yourself see, because you can't calm your body yeah. down to focus. Yeah. 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 And working out, like you just, you just end up going too hard and then you hurt yourself and yeah. then you're sore for five days or you tweak something in your back or your shoulder. Cause you're like, rah, you know, <laughs> it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Um, and I always feel like ha- hard sometimes. I think like with Jaylene and I's relationship, it's hard because I, have such a physical response to anger and she has such an emotional response yeah. and then bec- and then I'm seen as like irrational like my response is irrational but emotional is okay because mine is physical and that's been something that we both have had to like have conversations on and like talk about cuz it's like we experience the anger in such different ways and neither one it can be deemed rational or irrational like it needs mm-hmm. to be middle of the line for her emotional response, right? And then, and my, my like more physical response. So it, that's been, you know, and walk, yeah, I would agree. Walking has been the number one thing that has helped me. Yeah. Just like removing myself. So the other day I found myself um, a little like angry. So again, like my anger today is this buildup of past angers and things have happened that I just haven't allowed myself to Most of the time it express. is, right? Right, right. And yeah. so I like w- went to the store and I just put on like music from when I was a teenager that was very angry. And I just like screamed it at the top of my lungs, like while driving. I don't drive recklessly though. Like I don't, uh, I know some people who like angrily are like, okay, I'm going to go almost get into a car accident because my anger has frustrated me. I'm just like, like rocking out hardcore music pumping, you know, doing 45 in a 50. Um, and, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, and that's been really, that's really helpful for me because I think it's what you're saying like that, that like screaming, because sometimes it is just this, you know, I don't have three hours to go for a walk or right. Or even that's an issue too, that I've been finding, which I think is why having this work life conversation was what I want, what we were going to talk about is is like a lot like where do you even find the time to be angry like i ain't got yes. no time to be angry right now do you know how much shit i have to do right um and i think so this anger just to rewind a little bit like as i think more about my awareness of this anger it's like i have to think about my last you know seven to ten days of life like what has happened in the last seven to ten days that really brought me to where I am now where like I dropped my phone on the floor and I'm like F bombing for 60 seconds and had a lot happen. Um, 
and we, we'll dive into this, I think, in a future episode. I don't know if it's relevant now, but I have this big project. Um, it's an app that I'm in development with, and we can dive so much more into that in another episode. And you know, we should I do a whole episode develop- just on it because I want to ask yeah, questions yeah, and what's cool. about and the future and the yeah. desires. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, so I have a team myself. I have a UX designer and then a de- an engineer, a developer. And the developer left very unexpectedly on Monday within a few hours of me announcing the app publicly. So they left and I almost, because I'm the CEO and the leader of this team, like I don't have any time or space to be angry. I need to just be like, okay, can I get a hold of this person? Can I talk to them? Can I get them back? I found out I couldn't get them back. And now I have to just go find another developer because I don't have the time to process anything. I just need to go because we're in a very short time crunch. December 1st is kind of our end date. And now we're two and a half weeks behind. So um, I didn't let myself really get angry at that person or the situation or both or whatever, however the proper anger is supposed to be, whatever. Like I didn't let myself get angry and just was tried to stay calm and cool and collected. And then I think that just made life so much harder, so much more work added to my day, less time with my kid, which is a big, a big trigger for me is not being able to spend time with Antler. And then yesterday I was supposed to go to Wisconsin to go do a pitch and meet some mentors. And my plane got delayed to the point that I wouldn't be able to make it. And then I found myself getting angry at myself because I'm like, well, you could have went to the earlier plane, but what was more important, like the most important thing to me right now in my life, pretty much on all levels is like family time with my son. And I decided to go later so that I could spend the morning with him. And that made the, then the flight got delayed and I didn't make the flight. And then I was angry then. And I Try, I was like, I was driving home from the airport and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go see a movie. I think I'm just going to go to the movies by myself, and get eat some popcorn and just like have some moments here. Right. Just like, it, I love movies. It's always like a, a I love going to the movies mm-hmm. and I got home and I looked at my schedule and I was like, I ain't got no time to go to movies. I have this to do. I have to do this. I have to make this. These other things still have to happen. I have a meeting and then I have another meeting. Had three meetings. It's like, I don't have time to go to the movies. And today I don't have any time to go to the movies. And then Saturday and Sunday come and I want to spend that time with Antler. So, so yeah, I think that that's where it all started last night. Antler started coughing while he was sleeping. And I just like, all of a sudden, I just got so mad. And that was because I didn't allow myself to be angry for the last month when right. Jane, we're living in a place that Jane Lee's allergies are off the chain. She, this woman can't even go out the house. And, you know, Antler's been sick. I got sick. Like, all of these things happened. We were supposed to take this trip to New York. Like, just so much has happened that I have just, as you were kind of saying, I think pushed it down. But I didn't think I was pushing it down. I think what I thought I was doing was, like staying calm, cool, and collected, Mm -hmm. being really level-headed, taking the next step, doing what needs to get done. But I was 
I what which I was doing, and I was also shoving it so far down that now I'm just like now it blew up on your cell phone this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's. I also used, when I would get angry it would be like yelling. It's a lot of yelling. Like the tone increases, mm. right? And so it still happens now. And sorry that your developer quit. Because that sucks. Yeah. Maybe they should watch the Upper Limit episode of our podcast. Um, it really sucks. I don't, I don't know why they quit or anything. So I, nothing. That's just my snide remark. Um, but yeah. it's the... Yeah, and just having to do that because as a, as you're running a business, your job as the CEO and the runner of the company is all you do is spend time putting out fires, like all day, you know. And so you're yeah. like, we we were started talking about work life balance, but how do you even find balance in your own work? Because like you're like start out with this intention of, and then as you get the anger, you know, and it's like that builds up, and it's like how do I actually release it? And I I feel like now I have to actually start curating release times for anger. It's like, what am I angry about? It's like setting an hour, a calendar hour, you know, like once a week to be like, what the fuck am I pissed about type thing, you know? And I'm in this group that's uh, put together by Rob Bailey, who runs a company called Flag Nor Fail. And he had us do 30 minutes of steady state cardio in the morning. And when you're 15 minutes in, you stop and you literally vent into your phone. And you just I remember go, you saying this, yeah. yeah. And it's like that was it's been very helpful for me. I haven't done it every single day, but it's you just you literally vent. And it's what I realized is that's creating and he has another practice called wins and losses, which I'll explain. But it's creating a structure to allow your anger to come out. And it's mm. so I would ride my bike for fifteen minutes, then I would stop and I would press the record on my phone, voice memo, and I would just go off. And by that time, I rode my bike for 10 minutes, so I'm not as angry what I was when I, you know, it's like started the whole journey, right? So I've already calmed down. So I've been, I press record. I'm like, what am I mad about? You know, it's like, I forget, mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, if yeah. you think about what has happened and the wins and losses activity, I'll explain that in a second, but that has been, I think that's more helpful, but just another tool to kind of release anger has been this process of venting for 15, five, it's, I think it's, so I, you go, you do 30 minutes of steady state cardio and you could be in the middle of the cardio. When I'm on my bike, it's a little hard, but if I'm just walking, I can do this while I'm walking or if you're on a treadmill, right? You just yeah, say, please don't try to talk into your bike right yeah, now. while you're riding your bike. <laughs> but basically it's like 10 minutes and you just set the timer for 10 minutes and you just vent as much as you want for 10 minutes. You're doing this to yourself. You're not sharing this with anybody else. You're just like going to town and then you, then you turn it off after 10 minutes. I haven't even made it 10 minutes. I think the most I did was like seven. Cause I'd be there at seven. I was like, I don't have anything. So I just stopped. And then I did, and then you do 10 minutes of dreaming. Like what's your ideal dream? What are you thinking about? What do you want to manifest? And you just, you're reiterating these dreams in your life. And so what I started to do that kind of builds up because now you got to set steps, right? So it's like having this platform you're creating in this way that allows the anger to go. And I think just like listening to you talk about this and even myself as running a business is like, we have to create a system just like I have a marketing system or a video system or a system for this podcast to get produced. How do we do this mm -hmm. for our emotions as well? And he also taught another practice called wins or losses. So each week, and they have this in like, I help 
business owners do this as well. I've just never thought about it doing it for my own life for some reason. But it's like you make a thing of like what went well this week. You know, what went really well? I crushed it. Like awesome was like mm -hmm. Aiden and I did two podcast recordings this week. We did really well. We were good energy. That went really exciting. What's a loss? A loss was that I got overly pissed off at my kids two dates ago. You know, didn't handle that better. I could do better. So it's like taking a list of uh, wins and losses that week. And I feel like that the losses and the wins, If I even if I was to do it every night, like three and three or something, where it allows me, it gives me a container to vent about something I'm angry about. And then it will kind of, it like calms the central nervous system down a little bit. And this mm. is, I'm just making this up as we talk here, but that's what makes sense to me. It's like, if I start addressing it yeah. a little early and having a container for myself to address it, that process will be better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like everyone's techniques going to be different. Yeah. And I like this though. I like this. I mean, one thing that I have just been noticing is that no matter how busy my schedule, like this week, particularly, I'm just like, no matter how busy my schedule is, I need to have, I need to have time to give myself space. Yeah. Like if I want to go to a movie, like I need to be able to look at my week and say, this is that time for that movie. What can right. I move? What doesn't actually have to happen? And thinking of things like that, like actually today I've like, so I had this realization literally this morning of, of this, like. I need to just make the time. And that time is more valuable than me working on a website or me yes. answering this email or doing any of these other things and trying to figure out, like making that okay, making it okay that, hey, I'm going to push this off so yep. I can have an hour to do what I want to do. And so what I always picture like would be, I always have this daydream and this is, it's so I don't know, whatever it is, what it is. Like I always have this daydream of just go. Have you ever played Top Golf? I have never played Top Top Golf, but I've always wanted to. And you've probably heard me talk about it because this is my daydream. Like my daydream is, I'm just gonna go and play a round of Top Golf for an hour and get some French fries and just sit on the top deck and just hang be out there. Yeah, just by myself. Just, just that's it. Like. The only person I'm talking to is the person who's going to serve me my French fries yeah. and, and maybe I'll get two orders. I don't give a fuck. Like I yeah. just, something about that is just a calming. It feels like uh, so calming. It's like physical. Cause I get to whack a ball yep. and see how far it goes. I love to eat. So food is like a thing for me. So I get to eat some like feel good food and I just have an hour of, the view of just like sitting in your own space that's all yours and it's nice out and you're just over here there's like a nice trees and stuff outside of the where you hit the ball and stuff um so yeah i always think about that but you know how many times i think about it as opposed to the times i do it have you done it at never. all never i have never done it at all i've gone with other people so father's day i was like i want to go to top golf sometimes i'll have meetings here and I'll I'll suggest I'll be like well why don't we go play around a top golf <laughs> yep. it's like my way of getting it in but I have yet to just give myself time to just go and 
Like I used, I used to go and have lunch with myself. Go to the movies. Can you by plan it in your calendar right now while we're on the podcast for next week? <sighs> I mean, I feel like I don't know. I'd have to. I have to pull up my calendar first, which yeah, I can pull do. it up. I can yeah. share my experience while you look into this. Because I think yeah, that's the piece is like if we are dictated by our calendars, like many of us are, we have to put it in there. We have to like create mm-hmm. the space and then we have to honor it. Like I, the other night, Kate was gone. Honoring it. Oof, that's what I and don't honoring do. it. Right? I'll put it in there. The and I'll other be like, night, that's the one thing that can be moved. And I would plan <laughs> for longer. I would put like three hours or two hours because you know mm-hmm. you got to drive there. You know you're going to feel rushed. And he's like, I got to get back. I got to get back to the house. So I like actually put like two, two and a half hours, calculate the drive time in there. You're probably going to hit traffic. You're in Austin. So like add all that in there. Be like, I want 45 minutes of alone time myself. So it's like, what do I actually want? Just buffer, buffer the situation. The other night I went out to the beach and I've wanted to go see the beach and just go by myself. And I took my book and I took my chair and I took my towel and I was like, I'm going to go in the water. And it kind of cooled exactly. down. It was getting breezy at night. So I was a little chilly out there. But I just listened to a podcast the whole time. And then I left. I'm like, I fucking didn't enjoy any of this. You know, because I had headphones in. I was sitting there. It was great. It was great. To, the sky was tremendous. It was beautiful. And But I mm. just like listened to this podcast, which was really great. But I was like, I didn't decompress at all. I just programmed up my brain for more stuff. You know, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that is something the next time I do that, it was really, it was awesome to be there at the beach at night and watch the sunset. And I was, you know, being by myself. So yeah, it's just one of those things too. As we're planning these things in like prevention, we could call it anger prevention or something. Um, mm. Anger explosion prevention, you know, it could be like, you know, Aiden going to top golf. Um, right. Yeah. It's, it's a real, yeah, I think it's like those things we have to plan into our week. It's like, this is how I'm going to, like next week on Wednesday, I'm going to see a Tom Petty movie at night mm. Um, mm. by myself. By yourself? Well, I have two tickets. Kate doesn't want to go. And my parents <laughs> are showing up that day. So I that's would fine. go with you. And I then, would go. Yeah. So I've just been reaching out <laughs> to friends. And if I might not get anybody that goes, but there might be like some person that shows up there and be like, yo, listen, here you go. Here's a ticket. You know? And yeah. um my, a couple of my buddies were like, no, I'm not in Tom Petty. I was like, oh, great. But it's making of his album called Wildflowers. And it's playing. So I'm like, I'm definitely going to that. Uh, yeah, I feel like the anger. But I, I want to, before we end, like, I think it's valuable too with that. Put, like, go ahead. Did you do it? Yeah, I was just going to say I did it. So I'm going to do it on Thursday. That seems like my best day of next week. It's like my most open day. I actually did finish a project. So my book, I finished the proposal 100 gabillion percent. So now I'm just waiting on like more structured stuff from the, from my agent. So I have like two chunks of time that usually I would put to that. Um, That'll come back, but it's not there next week. So Thursday at noon, I'm good to go. I'll be able to get some work done beforehand. So I feel like I'll be, I'll feel like, Hey, I got some stuff done. And then I have the, and then I just have some meetings after and I gave myself two hours, which I don't think it's going to take two hours, but like you said, the drive there settling in the drive back. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to, I can't wait to hear. We'll have to share on the next recording of the state of men. Yeah. 
Yeah, on Friday I'll be able to record it. Tell you all about it. Yeah, and I think what's also like before we wrap, you know, it's end this is also the anger and how it's with because I have a three year old and a six year old, and like you really lose your freedom, you know, yeah. and you're dictated. But what's amazing to watch them, even though I get so irritated by it, is how. So we met with a parenting coach a couple of days ago. We've had a lot of problems with our six-year-old transitioning to Miami. I mean, we're talking like three to four outbursts a week that can go anywhere from 20 minutes to 45 minutes to an hour. And by the time you're mm -hmm. done with that, I'm exhausted. And we're sitting there and Kate and I have been trying to figure it out. We're both irritated by it. We're both like, which is why she's doing it, right? She's playing off our energy with it. And so... I watch, and then the parenting coach was like, we're, we're like, we're like, our kid, there's something jacked up with our kid. Like, what's wrong with the, like, alien from outer space, like, takes over this body, right? She leaves her body during this process. So she gave mm -hmm. us some very helpful hints how to do it. And, but I, the honoring piece was the woman was just like, listen, this shit is hard. You guys have been, your whole year for nine months was in transition. You know, from like leaving Maine by accident, ending up here, brand new school, me being sick, like all the stuff, right? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We've all been dealing with it. COVID, the world shutting down, like all the crap. And she goes, she just has to, she's re-regulating her system, but she's allowing it to come out. And the danger mm -hmm. where I'm concerned about a kid is when they're not allowing it to be released. And so I was like, okay, that's good to know. And so... Then after the session that night, of course, Penelope does it. She does it, right? She has it. A big emotional release. And I'm just like watching them to be like, okay, well, they're just letting, getting this out of their body. Ruby had one last night. And Ruby's are different than Penelope. Penelope like rolls on the ground and it's like emotional and goes on. Ruby gets mad. Ruby is like, you try to, you try to like hold her, like not hold her, like contain her, but she's like, you try to pick her up or something to do this. And she like wants to freaking punch you. Like, she's like, get away from me. You know, it's so intense. She's strong. Like a three-year-old, that anger builds up that strength. And it's yeah. like, I'm like, I'm going to get the hell out. Like, I'd be scared of Ruby in about 10 <laughs> years. I'd be like, okay, back up, you know? And so it's interesting <laughs> to notice the difference between the two kids, but they're also how they're getting it out. And then Penelope will go on and it drives us insane, right? Because it's just like, how long are we going to deal with this crap? And you're just sitting there and you're just mm -hmm. letting it come out and there's nothing we can do. And I'm just sitting and I'm like, okay, well, she released it. And then all of a sudden it's like, dad, dad, I'm ready for bed. And then she becomes like the sweetest person like when she's back in her body. She's like, yeah. okay, I'm ready for bed, you know, or I need to pee. And then it's like this, and it's a switch. And I know it's that feminine chaos and the energy and all that stuff that comes not from the gender standpoint, people we're talking energetic, masculine, feminine energy, but it's just that getting her, she's like did her thing and now she's back into it. And it's a point where for me as having these kids, I'm like, I don't want to hang out with you. Like I want to leave for a week. Cause I, cause I told mm. Kayla last night, I was like, this is so hard. Like it's so hard mm. because for a month mm -hmm. since we've been here, this has been happening three, four times a week. It's just changing. It's getting a little easier, but I was like, I don't. So I have to figure out in this process as well. What do I have to do for myself to re-regulate myself? Because if I don't, then the anger is going to explode in a negative way. 
and not mm-hmm. necessarily on a phone, but on like, like I want to chuck my kid out the window. Like that's what I really, in my right. head is like, just right. get out of here. And I like want to throw her through the window, you know, right. I'm, uh, disclaimer people, I'm not going to do it. All right. You don't need to send child protective services over here to do the whole thing. Right? It's not about, it's not about hurting the child. It's just like getting the right. problem away. That's what it's really about. Yes. It's, it's like about, yes. And the thought the and what away. I just experienced is the same thing when I go underneath the bridge and I see a semi truck on top of it, that's going to fall on my head. It's like that thing <laughs> where it's like, it's not right. actually happening. It's just the thought. Right. And so right. It, it's just like the, the solution to my problem is to run away. Right. And as myself rec- reclaiming my freedom, the, the solution is to run away. And I think so much with anger, mm-hmm. with, especially with men, it's like shame. It's like I'm being shamed. I'm not showing up. I'm not fulfilling my team duty. Right. So let's get right. angry at the situation and take it out. And yeah, with kids, I think it comes in a way. They also amplify it is what I've noticed with them is they have a way to like pick. It's like the constant picking and they constantly do it. And if I'm distracted or annoyed or don't want to be bothered, it gets worse and worse and worse. I notice if I'm on my phone, it's like, just leave me alone. Like it's, it's the switching between the two people can amplify that anger in a way. Um, and that yeah. comes home, you know, like that's the home. Yeah. Right. And how we can bring the anger from like you had a situation with, at the business, the developer, we can dive into work life later. Cause there is a huge discussion around the balance aspect, but you're right. bringing that anger from work to home and how it right. can affect us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I honestly, I think we, that should, that should just be our next episode. We should just bring this into next episode. The work life balance. I think that that, yeah. I think we should actually yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, because we have a different relationship between you and I about like time with our kids. Yeah. You absolutely. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And I'm that stems from so many different things. So like so our much. own yeah. so much. So I think like the takeaway from this episode is it's it's okay to be angry. I think sometimes I as as a guy who's trying to be better. Yes. I think sometimes I think like, well now you're just an angry man. And that's so stereotypical. So stereotypical. And and Right. And it's true. Like I, I'm allowed to also like be angry. I'm allowed to have anger. I'm allowed to express it in ways that don't hurt or harm me. They don't hurt or harm other people or inanimate objects. Right. (laughs) And I'm allowed to have those feelings. And sometimes I'll, I need to make space because sometimes so many things are going on. There is no space in that moment, in that day. So, you know, when your kid is freaking out, you, you really can't also freak out. It's just not, it's not a, it's not the time for you to freak out. It doesn't solve the problem. (laughs) Right. Right. It makes me, it makes us worse. Right. We get more worse. Yes. Right. Everything just, the, the energies feed off each other. And I, I, for myself, and I'm sure for some listeners, it's like, I need to, I need to take more. What was the word you used? Um, preventative. Oh, what a great yeah. word! Like preventative measures 
an allowance. I really like, I actually wrote down, uh, I've heard you say it before, but of course, today's episode, I actually wrote it down. You're like 15 minutes of cardio, 10 minutes of going off, and then 10 minutes of dreaming and trying to incorporate this wins and losses, even if it's just for the week. Like, what are some wins and losses for the week, even if it's not it's, every day or whatever? Like, yeah. Because we're feel bombarded like I with negativity, right? We're bombarded with, right. and I think even just listing out, because listening to Rob talk about this in a Facebook Live, He's like, here's my losses. And he, because he's doing an hour long call inside of his membership community and he's vents. He like gets, he's like, this didn't go well for this reason. He's like yelling at the camera and he's all up in the business and he's fired up. And then he's like, okay, so here's some wins that happened this week. But I just, in that moment, he's releasing the anger that's associated with that loss, you know? And yeah. I was like, God, that's so valuable. It's so valuable. Yeah. And before I end my day yeah. today, I have a note to be like, what's some wins and losses that happened for you this week? I like that. I like that. Sorry. To, I, I think, you, you know, no, it's fine. I think being able to have, it sounds like you, like there's a space that's cultivated for that. Yes. And I think that's you kind of what I'm hearing is. Yeah. yeah. And I can't, I don't, I think recognizing, because my first thought is like, oh, yeah, me and Jaylene can do this. It's like, no, that's not the person I should be doing that with. No. That's not that's not the person I should be doing that with. I should just call you. I like, what the I, fucking fuck? Yes. I have realized <laughs> now, as Kate and I have, like, separated ourselves out of the business relationship that we were in for a decade, I need to do less stuff with her. Like, it's yeah. like... It's less. It's like, I don't I need to tell you, her everything. I'll see you later. Yeah. It's like, okay, we can go on our date nights and we can talk about our weeks, but like, I need to unmesh ourselves that we have been working on for five years. Yeah. You know, it's like, get out of this dynamic yeah. of like, I don't, you're, you're my best friend, like in my life, like the person that knows me inside and out better than anybody else. But like, I don't need mm -hmm. to talk to you about everything anymore. And it's the same as reverse of what for her too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, th we can go off because I more recently in, yeah, in the last six months had a conversation generally where it's just like, I don't want you to be my best friend. You are my best friend right yeah. now. And I don't think that that's healthy. Like, no. I want you to be my lover. I yes. want you to be the person I have sex with and the person I go on dates with and right. the person that I share things with. And right. Like, I don't, I don't want you to be my best no. friend. I don't want my best, we my wife. I want my wife to be my wife, not my best friend. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. And that was, that was a hard conversation to have. Um, and hard to say, cause I'm like, I, this could hurt her, their feelings. It hurt their feelings. And, and it also, it's like, there's an element of, true. there's element of truth to it. And there's also the element of, it's like a it's like separating our dependence from our partners as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying mm -hmm. that correctly, but that's like what I'm feeling. I also just want to have a disclaimer too with anger is how we project it when other people are expressing it as well. Right? Like mm, when a woman expresses yeah. her anger in a business environment and how we're like, Oh God, she's being a bitch, you know, or she's mm. being this or she's being that, or that you always hear the quote, the angry black woman is like a big thing. Right. Right. And so we have to re be very careful when other people are expressing anger of how we're programmed to project our own insecurities onto that person. And yeah. so with anger, it's not only our stuff too, but it's allowing other people. Cause in that moment, that person could just be pissed because of what's going on. Right. And it could be in, it could be 
in the moment action of what took place, but it also, like we talked about, it could be built up for a week, 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 week in, in there. And so I think it's just having compassion, and empathy when people are experiencing this, as long as it's not doing harm to anyone, obviously, right? Clearly, um, yeah. Yeah, but it's just like yeah. as we are, we're doing a lot of talking about our anger stuff. Uh, before we end, mm-hmm. though, I have one last question for you. Like, yeah. what is it you're doing now to help with? Because I share my tip, the wins and losses stuff. What is it you're mm-hmm. doing and how have you changed instead of like breaking Skittles? That would be dope, though, actually, to take a beautiful thing of Skittles, drop it on the ground. You could do that in the rage room next time and just see them all yeah. spread. But the yeah. what are you doing now that's like healthier or trying to? I guess we just did it. We planned for your next week to go out. But yeah, is, yeah. Well, I, you know, which I think I touched on briefly, which is, you know, going for walks, yeah. separating myself, separating myself from creating my own container, I guess. And like just walking again, for me, it's separation because I, I am very much like I'm angry. This is what's going on. I need to fix it. Let's get it fixed. And when I separate myself from that, whether that's with someone else or trying to find an answer and just going for a walk and just that, that seems to be really helpful. And then also like listening to music and just like raging out, Mm-hmm. And letting the music really allow my expression to just like go just off. Go. Like I listened to, yeah, I listened to brand new Failure by Design mm. when um, when the developer left, and it's just like an. It's I mean, it's literally like the core line is like I'm a failure by design. Like that's the <laughs> line of the chorus. But it's just how it felt. It's how I yeah. really felt in that moment, and it was so nice to just rock the fuck out. Yeah. And I, like I screamed it to the point that like, I just was like, did I hurt myself? Like, am, am I okay? <laughs> Is my voice okay? <laughs> but it was great. It felt so good. It just felt so good. And, um, that, yeah, that's mostly, that's where a lot of, I've been, I've been just trying to separate myself and allow the space. So mm-hmm. that that's been the thing now. Nice what made me really switch from before was this awareness piece, the awareness of, of like, I, I, I don't want to be that kind of guy that goes and breaks shit. And I don't know what kind of guy, like, I don't know what the answers to that is, but I do know that I have to stop doing that. Right. And so I stopped doing it and I'm still learning to replace. What do I replace it with? But it's so much better to not then regret the choices I made while I was angry. Because, you know, the guy that you were saying who punched 10 holes in the wall going up the stairs, that motherfucker's got to go fix all that stuff. And you know how, (laughs) yeah, like, and then you feel like shit and then you just like self-hate on yourself because you're like, I can't believe I allowed myself to do this. And so there's just, there's less processing of the, or not processing, that's not the right word. There's just less self-hate because you didn't just smash something. Right. (laughs) And now you got to go fix it. And you feel like an idiot. It's more like, great, like I just left for three hours, kind of what you're saying. Like I left and took a walk and I feel so much better. And so that that's mostly been what I do now. Nice. I like that. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. It's that separation piece. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people, let us know your so, thoughts. Oh, Aiden, yeah. close it out. I forgot. You're the closer. Yeah. Close it out. No, you can close it too. You know, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking more of... What? Oh, you were going to say the lines. Well, I was thinking, I think like the one thing, there's many things, but I did it. So I'm doing it Thursday uh, at from noon to two. 
And if, if, if what, if those two techniques that we shared resonate with you, whether it's this like 30 minute, 10 minute of walking and then 10 minutes of going off and 10 minutes of this or wins and losses or setting a date in your calendar to be preventative, like just do it, see what happens. Cause the, even if I go and these two hours are unsuccessful in me feeling some type of release, like it's something that I haven't done before. And what I'm doing now isn't working. So I have to start trying things that, that are different. And some will be great and some won't be, but at least I'm trying yep. that, that I think alone, I'll be able to end my week and be like, yeah, you know what? I did something that I've never done before. And that alone makes me feel good. So that, that's what I would do. But do you want to end it? Are, are you feeling the urge to I'm not be feeling the final the urge, You could do it No, the, but I think, <laughs> cause it's not something, this isn't going to go away. Right. A lot of times we just think it's going to go away. We're going to have anger the rest of our lives, you know, Mm -hmm. until we die. Like it's still going to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just like figure out how to function with it in a healthy way. And it actually, it's very freeing too, because now we're allowing ourselves to be angry instead of bottling it up inside of our system. And then we have these, Mm -hmm. you know, little explosions along the way where we could, there's, you're going to have them. Like it's going to happen in our lives, right? Where it's like somebody runs into our car with their car and you're going to be mad at them. But there's a difference between being mad at that person versus like when I just got my car accident in December of last year, when somebody hit me, I was like, oh shit, that sucks. I was like, great. Now I got to get it fixed. The car I, car I had was a month old. And I'm like, it just totally ruined the value of the automobile. But then I was like, yo, are you all right? You know, like whatever like and it was completely his fault like he was not looking where he was going he ran directly into me i saw the whole thing happening and i was just like oh crap but i got out i was like dude you good you know and i was like we got to get out of the middle of the road um but yeah it's just like it's in the process instead of going because there's other times where in my life i would be raging you know i would have mm. doiled up and be like can't believe you just did that i got so much stuff to do and i got this and i got this you know so I feel like mm-hmm. it's it's a good time to like work on those things now. And I think the other mm-hmm. opposite is in our dynamic I've been especially with Kate is that I was more expressive of my anger and she was not. And what's happening now is we and I can't speak for her but it's just me reflecting. It's now she's getting mm-hmm. comfortable expressing anger in a more manner and like in our dynamic and it's been very mm-hmm. freeing for her to learn how to do that. And so I think you there maybe you're the person that's not expressing it at all. Expressing. And maybe right. we figure out right. how that happens. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. So this is why you should keep listening to us, right? Like we right. are the state of med is not about having all of your answers. It's it's not even about staying on topic, clearly, right? <laughs> like the state of men is about it's about but but it's about just being real. It's about being so real yeah. and so true and being like we don't have the answer because if 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 we had the answer to you know kind of fixing our shit as men we would probably just do it and then everything would be great and dandy but we don't and everyone's life is so different and everyone responds to their masculinity in so many different ways and i i think you know that's why building a community is really important to mike and i is is holding space and we'd love to you know that that's a 
talk about our future dreams with the podcast of what it could, what we could do to hold all of that space and what we could do to provide insight when insight is X for, and we just appreciate everyone for coming along on this journey. We will be talking about work and life balance. If you got excited for the first five seconds of this podcast and you're like, yeah. And then you're like, fucking Aiden, come on, what? stay on topic. Um, it'll happen in the future. <laughs> um, but if you want to share some of um, the, of your own techniques, this is what I would say is uh, go to the state of men on Instagram and we're going to have something that uh, a, a very clear post where I'd love to hear everyone's different techniques, right? This is us asking like, what are some things that you do that revolve around anger? Or what are some things that you need help with? If you are looking for advice, let's build this community. Let's share some uh, tips and ideas and support for those who request to have that support. So follow us on Instagram at the state of men, um, wherever you're listening to this podcast, please leave this podcast a five-star review. Again, that just helps us bring in more guys to this conversation. And we do appreciate, I appreciate you, Mike, for holding space for me today. I appreciate everyone listening as well. And, uh, we'll catch you in the next episode.